0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Bargument Podcast. My name is Chris Spafford, and today, our topic of choice, what we are going to do is chat a little bit about competition prep. Now, if anybody knows what's going on with me currently, I am five weeks out from a bodybuilding show that I am doing in Pewaukee, Wisconsin. It is the Bruce City. It is put on by Shredded Cheddar. They put on a fantastic show, so I thought I'd pop into that one. Uh, My goal is two weeks after that to go out to Pittsburgh and compete out there. I'm going to take a little swing into the Masters division now that I am old man. I'm uh, 37, 38. I don't even know anymore, but I'm getting up there, so I thought I'd jump into the Masters division as well. I've never competed Masters, so you know what? You can always get better. So I always tell everybody, Well, you're prepping and well, you're dieting, you're trying to better yourself. So never, never, ever shut the door on possible opportunities to, to get yourself better. So what I wanted to do was touch base on certain things today, what to expect and how you should be feeling. So the one thing I will always say is if you're a competitor, you really need to separate yourself from the pack. Now, there are a million bodybuilders and bikini competitors out there, but what are you doing to separate yourself from the pack? So I always tell everybody, look in the mirror before you even hire a coach or before you even think about doing a show and make eye contact with that person and say, are you ready? Are you ready mentally? Are you ready physically to put your body through what needs to be done to be the best? Most people cannot Cannot do it. They can't look in the mirror and say it and then confidently say, yeah, I will do whatever it takes. Because at that point, guys, you need to hold yourself at a crazy high standard. There's no doubt about it. When you're on prep, you're in a competition. You guys know what competition is? You want to be the best. Why else do you compete if you don't want to win? I know what's going on in this day and age and, and participation, ribbons and trophies and all that bullshit. Anybody that knows me knows damn right that stuff is absolutely pathetic. There, there's no room for that. Um, competition's all about being the best. You want to be the best. You got to do what the best have to do. And you got to do, you do stuff that separates you from the rest of the pack. So all your actions are going to need to be based upon your facts if you need to lose weight. Your, weight, your workout intensity, managing your stress, seriously, meticulously tracking every single ounce of water, meticulously tracking all your macro and micronutrients, that stuff is so important. Water intake, tracking your sleep, tracking your rest, this stuff is so important for when you are getting ready to do it. So, Some people just are not meant to compete. Some people just do not have it mentally. They don't have it physically. The capacity, they just don't have it. They will not push themselves into that uncomfortable stage to get stage lean. There's a difference between walking around lean and stage lean. And anybody that's been stage lean, like actual stage lean, under 5% body fat if you're a male, knows how painful that is. And competing is extremely hard. I believe it's the hardest sport you can do. It takes a different mentality and a different work ethic to be successful. You cannot rely on another person or a team when you are up on stage. Yes, you have your nutrition coach, your posing coach, all that good stuff. You have a, you have a well-established team, at least I hope you do. But when push comes to shove, when you are walking out on stage, it is you versus you. It's you versus you. And if you're first time competing, enjoy it. smile. You're going to look back at all these pictures and say, I could have done better. Yeah, of course you could have done better. It was your first time. We all remember doing everything for the first time. You remember riding a bike for the first time? Fell right on my face. You guys remember having sex for the first time? You cannot tell me that you were good at it, so just don't even lie. So again, if you don't have the necessary strengths, you just will not get there. It's not genetics. It's not your coach. It's not your metabolism. It's your work ethic, and if you just don't have it, You just don't have it. You're not working hard enough. That's the number one thing. So you have to realize how you're going to feel. You have to accept the stages that you're going to jump into. Here's my drink here. Drinking some tea. So again, you got to wrap your mind around the, the fact that you are going to starve. I'm sorry. You're going to starve. It's going to be uncomfortable and it sucks badly. You will wake up starving, you got to do your cardio, you'll feel weak, you'll have no motivation, but you got to get your ass up and do it anyway. You'll wake up in the middle of the night, you're starving, you have night cravings, you might get up and walk around the house. I know this sounds absolutely crazy, but I would wake up in the middle of the night so hungry, I would go downstairs and I would look in the kitchen And I swear, I just had a dream that I was cooking scrambled eggs and like making a bunch of food. So I had to look in the sink to even see if the pots and pans were there because I believed it. I was so deep into my hunger stage and so deep into a dream that I was cooking. I went downstairs to see if it actually happened. That's absolutely asinine. It's crazy. But again, if you want to be stage lean and you want to be the best of the best and the best version of you you got to be willing to do that stuff. So again, you're going to wake up in the middle of the night hungry. you got to learn to deal with it. Drink some water. Get your ass back to bed. Um, Don't sit there and think that uh, vegetables are going to be completely calorie-free at this point, so you sit up eating a ton of vegetables. It's not the way you want to do it. You're going to mess up your digestive tract. You're going to bloat out your waistline. you got to understand that. Your pumps are not going to be anything near off-season or anything near just doing 10 push-ups right now. If I was to tell you right now to go down and do 10 push-ups, you'd feel that blood. You'd feel that fascia stretch in your chest. You don't have that when you're this deep into prep, guys. It's really, really tough. So that's where the mental game comes into play. You mentally want to quit. You think this isn't worth it. But every single day, you look in the mirror, and you see another line, and you see something, something that has bettered you within the last 24 hours. And that's what you got to capitalize on, and you have to keep your mind and keep your keep, keep everything focused on the end goal. You're doing all this. You're struggling because of something that you're trying to be the best at. So always remember that. And then no amount of complaining or tricks are going to change anything. You have to deal with it. You got to deal with it. And and you can't blame your coach. It's happened to your coach more than likely. He's there to help you. She's there to help you bounce off ideas. But at the end of the day, it's you, you got to pull your pants up. You got to be a big girl. You got to be a big boy. And you got to take it on yourself. So, telling him or her that this hurts or I'm hungry and this and that, it isn't going to solve anything. He's not just all of a sudden going to tell you to go order Pizza Hut and you can go ahead and just have 12 pizzas. Like, it's not going to happen. So, what are, you, what are you reaching for? So, um, yeah. So, again, accommodating your lifestyle to knowing that you're going to have to live uncomfortable, especially within those last four weeks, you got to understand to embrace the suck. It's, it's kind of part of it. So if you want to become peeled and you want to be the best package that you have ever put together, you got to fucking deal with it, guys, or quit. So with that said, I'm going to talk a little bit about refeeding and what it does to your body. Why do a refeed day compared to a cheat day? Again, I'm going to take a little sip of my tea, but just to kind of give you an example of that. Cheat day, pretty much self-explanatory. You wake up and you think you're going to eat anything and everything that you want. Nothing's going to stop you you're so excited. Everybody's done this before. I've done it many times before. But just to kind of give you the pros and the cons of things like that. But eliminating the amount of carbohydrates and fat intake for that 24 hours and you just go completely ballistic is the stupidest thing you can do. Everything is going to go crazy in your system, your hormones, your blood sugar, your insulin. Don't do it. You have been training it specifically for so long Don't get a case of the fuckets and just throw it down the drain. That's why I'm a huge refeed guy. I'm not a cheat day guy. So cheat days, they serve serve as an excuse. It's an excuse to fuck off. It's an excuse to go eat whatever you want and think that you earned it. So you start doing that once. Next thing you know, you start doing it twice. Next thing you know, you start doing it three times. And it becomes extremely pleasurable. And you got to learn to get yourself out of that hole. So that's why that stuff's... Not for me. I don't ever, ever, ever give clients cheat days. No way. Um, reasons for that again. You're you're not tracking anything. You're not tracking anything. The amount of salt, the amount of sodium, the amount of carbs, the amount of fats that you're overdoing. Because let's just face it, guys. Nobody overdoes the protein. We're always reaching to get enough protein. Everybody gets enough fat and carbs. You combine those two and you don't split it with enough protein you're in trouble. So eliminating the amount of fats and carbs that you're tracking is just going to set you back so much. That's the biggest concern in terms of that. So let's flip to the positive side on a refeed. Now let's not think refeed meal. Let's go refeed day. Now I love giving my clients refeed days, excuse me, because for one, it's a mental break, but it's controlled. It lets them know that, Hey, You have been kicking ass on your diet. We're now going to bump your carbs up, maybe bump your fats up. Proteins are kind of up to you, what you want to do with it. But me personally, I like to bump up the carbs for sure. And I pay attention to where their fats are at. So increasing your carbohydrate intake around your maintenance and surplus is the thing you're looking for with this, especially if you're working out that day, which I highly recommend because you're going to have an excellent workout. Your pumps are going to be extremely pleasurable. So... Looking at that refeed day again. Single day refeeds serve as a mental break from your diet. Just, just the whole I earned it. You know, every six days, every twelve days, every month, whatever it would be that you'd get an assigned refeed day. That stuff is so important. And it's not even that you just have to do one day. You could do two days. I have some clients that they kick so much ass that I refeed them two days in a row. It's incredible. They come back so so proud of themselves, so enhanced, so ready to kick ass and just mentally think about like getting a brand new car. You get in that new car and you're just, you're all about life and you're kicking ass. So essentially what I'm doing is I'm taking you out of this 87 Buick and I'm putting you in a Lamborghini with the food, but you got to be smart with your food guys. That's the number one concern is making sure that you have this stuff tracked. And if you don't want to use your brain, you get yourself a coach. So, um, again, watch your fats, watch where your carbs are, Plug your carbs around your workouts. Essentially, are going to be the best. That is what I like to do the most with my clients. And carbs are the only macro, or excuse me, carbs are the only macronutrient. I was almost saying micro there. Hello. Carbs are the only macronutrient that have positive impact on your leptin levels, your hormone levels, which kickstarts your metabolism. You guys have to understand that. People go keto and they go no carb all the time. I'm 100% against that. Your carbs are your energy source. Just don't eat like an asshole. Can you say that with me? Don't eat like an asshole. And you'll do just fine. Just don't think to yourself you need seven slices of pizza. You know, you really got to weigh out the pros and the cons of when you're doing something like this. So I thought I'd jump on here quick. I know this was only like a 10, 15-minute podcast and just touch base on where I'm at with things and kind of wrap your mind around if you are ever thinking about doing something like this. So again, I appreciate it. Subscribe, send to your friends. I'm going to be trying to pop these boys out every two, three days on this podcast because this is just getting fun, guys. If you have any topics that you would like for me to talk about or discuss, or you have a specific individual that you would want me to have on the show because you want to hear their story, let me know, guys. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, at SPT Chris Spafford. Also... Facebook is Christopher Miles Spafford. Uh, social media is all over the place, so you guys can find me everywhere. So appreciate you stopping by. See you next time.